This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. I'm here today with Preston Black. So uh, this is Kit Haymond. Hello, and hello. And this is... I'm Cole Bettner. Cole Bettner. Alex Moss. Alex Moss. So uh, Alex, you are the bass player. Yes. And Cole, you play drums. Kit plays guitar and lead and sings. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. But you guys both, it seems, sing, right? It's a harmonic kind of press. Yeah. Depends on the song. <laughs> I guess Depends so. on the, <laughs> You don't feel like it's harmonic? It is, for sure. Yeah. He sings a lot of harmonies. So uh, you guys are out of uh, Shelbyville, Indiana? Is that I, correct? I am. He's from Kokomo, and he is from Greenwood originally. Yeah. And we found each other through Ball State, which I never went to school. My wife went to school at Ball State. So I met him through uh, uh, a program that my wife, my wife went to. And then that's how I met Cole. Yeah. Alex. Through me. So you guys all, you went to Ball State? Yeah, basically. Sweet. Chirp, chirp. Yeah. Class of 94 over here. Sweet. <laughs> I never went to college. Yeah. Nope. Why not? Did you just not want to? What was the... Um, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I had way too much fun playing music and going to shows over the years and worked hard. That's fair enough. Do How old were you when you started playing? Because I, you know, I mean, um, it's your level, at your, uh, you, you know, you're not particularly Nine old. years old. Nine? Mm -hmm. uh, was it acoustic or what, what did you have? Yeah, acoustic. I would teach myself like Nirvana songs or Everclear songs. Green Day songs. When I first picked up the guitar, I learned by ear mostly. Really? Have you had like any formal lessons, or is it all? Yeah, I I had a year of lessons at 13 when my dad noticed I started taking it seriously, playing like Jimi Hendrix songs and Hendrix solos, and he's like, maybe you should learn a little bit of music theory, just a little <laughs> bit. I'm not, you know, I'm not classically trained or anything like that. I can't read music. Is your dad into music? Is he a was he a musician too? Or? No, but we shared kind of the same taste. I mean, we're into the same bands like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, things like that. The Police. So he like introduced that. you to all the cool bands and you know. somewhat, and then the rest of it I did it by buying records and CDs at flea markets when I was a teenager. Take nice. chances. So, where, how did you know Kokomo get to Muncie? What, what, how did you play? What, what did you start playing the bass? Oh, the bass would be high school. I played in a jazz band. Yeah, what was the name of that jazz band? See, we gotta uh, have that. Northwestern stuff. High School Jazz Band. <laughs> a school program. Give uh, them a plug. I'm a guitar player originally. I see. But so you play? Uh, did you start like really young or? I was 11 years old, pretty much the same age as Kit, around the same time, I guess. Yeah. He's a little older than I am. Uh, so the drums, like you started banging on those when you were three, right? That's the way all drummers. Actually, start. I started. I started playing on guitar as well. 
Oh. He's a very good guitar player, by the way. You can bring it from super guitar good. drumming? Uh, yeah, I actually, I started playing guitar. I got, I got my first guitar for my seventh birthday. And, um, you know, in middle school, you have to do some form of music. And so guitar is not an option. So I decided to pick up percussion because that's what you do when you're a guitar player and you want to do something cool. You know, so I, I started taking some drum lessons and just fell in love with it like instantly. So I started playing drums when I was about 10. And um, I go back and forth. Like guitar is more of an individualistic thing for me, but in most bands that I've played in, it's been drum set. But I still love just you know sitting in my bedroom, just jamming with whatever music I feel like listening to. But I really don't just sit and play drums just by myself. It's always like a group thing. I got to be playing with other musicians when I'm drumming. But live, I definitely prefer playing the drums. It's way, way more of an immersive experience. I feel like I can like let go a little bit more. But I still would consider myself a guitarist at heart, but on stage I'm more of a drummer. That's cool. So how long have you guys been together? A year. Uh, I started playing last this summer. This ensemble has been about a year. Yeah. Over a year now. And I had, I had started the band in high school 10 years ago. Same started name? the project. Yeah. I came up with this name over 10 years ago. Um, and people that came and went out of this group, and it wasn't until recently that I feel like we're on the same level and wavelength as human beings. And we're, plus, people in the past that have been in my band weren't the same age as me. They were all older. So now I'm with these guys, and it's like playing music with your best friends. Now I have the feeling what it's like to, you know, have fun and play music. And it's not really a chore with us. We enjoy playing everywhere. We did a tour of the Northwest, and we went from Seattle all the way down to Medford, Oregon. And it didn't even seem like work at all. It was like a vacation. So do you guys tour a lot, or uh, is that just That's why the, why the Northwest? Like because you know Indiana and skip out to all the way out there. Um, well, number one, it was easier because my cousin lives out there, and he has some equipment. Good place to stay and has some equipment. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first option. And then second of all, I had done some work out there, studio work, out in Olympia, Washington, with Calvin Johnson, and. Okay his studio so I was like well that's a good place to start so I was looking into booking in Olympia and things like that and then just I was thinking two to three dates and then all of a sudden became eight eight different cities in a week and then we just rolled with it fun yeah it was a lot of fun so do you have you guys uh, I I can't remember you guys have a record that's out there yeah Um, well I I had put out uh, two, uh, three records under this name, and two of them are on Spotify right now and in, in iTunes. But we have a new record coming out really soon. When the ones are coming? Good question. Okay. It's had a long history. We're hoping September. What, what's the history? What's what's the what's the what's the? Oh, thing? this is great. Uh, I just I, I don't recommend going to professional studios to record music. Well, unless it's a for real for real professional studio, because well, yeah. we were going to find indep- don't say names. No. <laughs> we yeah. were working with an independent producer, and if you can basically we we just didn't really gel with his approach, I guess. Um, well, pretty much he'd walk personal. out of the studio and not record us. So we were left there all alone with... Yeah, he just wasn't very professional at all. He didn't really he would, take it seriously. And, and he so. would skip out on uh, 
our studio There's session, no, so we couldn't get it done. No care. I, I mean, we were so close to getting the record finished. All I had to do was go in and finish some mixing stuff, for, and it would take 30 minutes, and he just walked out and, didn't, and canceled so, the session. Did you get a copy of your... Uh, we have it. It's... We're going to restart. Yeah, we've already <laughs> started the process yeah, of we've retracking it ourselves. Yeah, but we're, we're both audio engineering yeah. students or so, former students. So we're going to just go all DIY and put it out there and not have to rely on anybody. Hey, man. That's, be a better product. There's nothing wrong with that. I, there's, I trust these guys more than anybody as far as handling the tunes. So. Well, you know, if you get, if you can produce something yourselves, it's definitely all you. you yeah. Know? Um, so, I mean, there's goods and bads, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, can't blame anybody else if it turns out. There's no middle. There's no chance of balance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, but also, you know, there's probably a good chance of it being kind of what you want. For See, sure. we all come from different musical backgrounds, I think, like our influences. So we can really keep ourselves in check as far as what goes on the record. I think we all have listened to different music. We, we definitely have overlap. What's but yours? Uh, what's your, like, what did you start out listening it's to? It's varied. What I started out, I think the Beatles were a huge influence on me. And then I've just gone from there through time. I see. And up until the present day. So I try to soak it all in. And we already heard what he's into. What, what, what was your... I'm kind of all over the place. Um, I love like just 90s grunge. I like more aggressive stuff. Um, I love 70s progressive rock. I, I, I like know. Yes I, and Genesis. I love Yes I, and Genesis I, and Gentle Giant. I think it gives you more of my, my dad's personal taste. I mean, I love, I still listen to Zeppelin records and stuff like that, but I'm more into like the 80s hardcore punk and reggae from the 70s that's what i'm really deep into and uh, delta blues from the 30s and 40s things like that when in the 20s that's like my three main go-to mainly punk though like uh crow mags bad brains things like that black flag no oh, okay yeah i haven't but, heard those names in a while but yeah well i don't play that style of music well i know i just bad brains is what we're closer to reggae kind of but not the hardcore bad brain sound but in the clash the clash we were just talking about the clash that was one of my biggest influences yeah when i was in high school the clash were huge so i mean i'm old so yeah <laughs> you're not that old we talked about this before right <laughs> i said you don't look like i don't even know how old you are i still keep guessing you're like 30. <laughs> thanks man i, I do i seriously i always think you're just 30. <laughs> you told me how old you were i'm like there's no way you're lying <laughs> I'm not. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm 47. I have a 23-year-old son, so I can't say I'm 30. I'd have been My seven. Father. That didn't. That didn't work out. Yeah, you know? he could pass for his brother, right? <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. I see. Like, I, yeah. See, I told you, it's not just me. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is really weird. Like, you're. Uh, one time we were at a, um, we were at a, a, a like a public swimming place, and a couple girls came up to me and they said, you know. Your brother there, you, you know, is he single? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's not my brother, it's my son. <laughs> oh, oh I'm sorry. And they like, they like slunk off. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like I'd be offended or something, you know. I say one uh, influence we can't forget about is Sublime. Yes. Sublime, yeah? Yeah. Um, uh, they were so, um, are, you, are you talking about the newer or the original? No, no, original? no, none of that. Like Brad and yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were they were so bright, like you know, when they came on the scene. Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I remember 
going crazy over them myself. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I grew up listening to those records and wearing them out. I mean, every time I had like 50 copies of each album on CD, and I just listened to them and skateboard when I was like 12 years old, and I was like, man, that's the kind of music I want to play. That's awesome. Well, it's time for that moment in our show where we try to figure out your future. Oh, and no. um, we have uh, on staff the Moonshine Psychic. Who? Really? Yes. Brentley Smith, Moonshine Psychic, is on to the set. And uh, it looks like he's come in and he's brought his... Backup crystal ball. <laughs> backup. Well, my backup backup crystal ball. Yes. It's made, uh, for those of you who are just listening, out of toilet paper? Or is this one... <laughs> You're not going to make me float away, are you? Well, it depends on you know how you act in the next couple of minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep it cool. <laughs> no, it's it's made out of real crystal. We just you got to be have trained eyes to see it. I see. So, so your eyes are trained, or trained, trained, strained. That's the word for it. Trained. Apparently, you have to have special glasses and a fedora. This is what we've yes. learned. I told you we forgot a fedora. We knew a guy. <laughs> you should've, know a guy. Should called Axel Rose. <laughs> I remember the rule, it's only one fedora per crew, though. You can't. You can't have a multi-fedora. I've never heard that rule. I, I don't know. You ever been in a jazz band? <laughs> I, I haven't. So what's up with the future of these boys? Okay. What we got here? Actually, uh, not so much seeing a future as I'm seeing someone connected to you that's passed. Um, oh, great. Do you know anyone who's things sort of like with an A? What'd you say? An A. An A. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam, Abraham. It's close. Axel, <laughs> Angus. You were close with Adam, but. Close with Adam? What, what was it? Maybe Alan? Alan? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Alan. <laughs> Alan wanted to say uh, hello. That's all you wanted to say, Alan? Like, here's your chance for you to say hello. Oh, I said uh, he's, he's digging the new tunes. His favorite song is uh, that one that you're going to play later. Okay. <laughs> you have any questions for Alan? Yeah, if you're really talking to him, uh, <laughs> what concert did we go see together and I ate barbecue sauce that was way too hot? Uh, Spice Girls. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> Good guess. Alan says uh, it wasn't it Spice, was Spice Girls. Girls, but you're just ashamed to say. And since he's dead and free, he doesn't mind anymore. It was Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Okay, that was the other. One. That was the other one that he saw. I always that. debunk so uh, psychics. Yeah. I always have a code word. I always say, if I knew someone that died. Tell me that word on the other side if we ever talk to a psychic. Guacamole. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it wasn't guacamole? Guacamole. Tartar sauce, man. <laughs> Any questions uh, just uh, about your future? About my future? Yeah. Are we going to break up soon? <laughs> Are you going to break up soon? Not with each other, but maybe with your girlfriend. I'm married, so I hope not. Don't tell your wife about your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> this guy's got a girlfriend. Maybe it's him. They're Maybe. breaking up, but I hope not either. Is there any story with like an A, B, C, D, Z? <laughs> Z? That's how these psychics work, man. They always. How is Zoe, Zelda, Samara? 
Dude, if you're really sidekick, don't tell anybody and win the lottery. That's how you do it. You know what the stock market would do if you're really sidekick. What's that? You know what the stock market would do at all times, so I wouldn't tell anybody if I knew what it was going to be in the future. Because I'm being mean. It's just like it's like those Ouija boards. I no, those are just shit. That's not those real. are bunk. Yeah, Ouija boards aren't real. I believe the Ouija board over a piece of ball paper. It's like paper untrained eye. Am I being mean? I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's okay. I'm just being just going with your nature. Not everyone understands. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again, Moonshine Psychic. Hey, thank you for running sound, by the way. You oh. terrific. And, and stand-up comedian Brent Lee Smith. I, all right. <laughs> we need more comedians. We do. World. We do. And, uh, you know, they are uh, few and far between, right? Yeah. If we could bring back Rodney Dangerfield, I would in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, I think I'd bring back George Carlin. Him and Pryor, both. Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. Oh, you want 100%. Bill Hicks back. Yeah, see? He was great. <laughs> no one ever wants Sam Kennison back. I do. But he's hilarious. Yeah. You never hear that one first. but Kennison's up there on my list. Yeah. I'm, I'm a comedy, uh, like, I don't know how to explain so you're all, you're all uh, into comedy? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a collection of National Lampoon's magazines stacked through the ceiling. Uh, I really dig. Uh, lately, I've been uh, watching uh, John Mulaney. Yeah. And all of his, you know, he's got a couple of Netflix specials. That I, I'm like kind of old school. I like skits like things with Belushi or Chevy Chase or the National Lampoon's Radio Hour comedy records, things like that. That cracks me up. Does any of that come into the songs that you're writing? <laughs> I wrote a song recently called John Belushi's Ghost. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't we haven't messed with it yet. You it's haven't messed title. with that one yet. It's a title, it's a good, but it's a good title. It's a song of ours. That's cool. Um, so, uh, what what are the two songs you're playing today on the show? Uh, Seven Hundred West and Unwinding, both well, new songs. Tell us about Seven Hundred West. Seven Hundred West uh, was a studio in New Palestine or around Indianapolis back in the '70s, and. Uh, a, Somebody I know that just passed away named Howard Phillips put a post on Facebook recently in a picture of the house that had the studio and it kind of inspired me to make up this story like a love story of some sort where you're trying to woo a girl that's a musician that's recording music in 700 West and you're trying to tell her how you feel about her. Hmm. And it's just a complete made-up story, but he gave me the inspiration to write a song about 700 West, the studio. It's kind of a crazy concept, but uh, 700 West put out really good funk and soul records and stuff in the 70s and 60s. So, well, my studio is called Bob's Country Bunker, and it is on 700 West. Yeah, you, you told me that before. <laughs> and that's so. actually in that neighborhood, that house. I, but. Yeah. Howard uh, had recently passed away of a heart attack and he was really big in the music scene um, and he used to have a record store called Howard's Hard to Find in the 80s mm -hmm. and uh, yeah so I feel like now it really pays homage to him and I told him right before he passed away that it inspired me to write a song about it and it was just a great conversation and yeah so I'm kind of glad I wrote that tune that's really cool yeah and the other song was uh, unwinding unwinding and what's that one where, where it's honestly about 
people struggling with alcoholism, you know, some of the struggles and some of the loneliness alcoholism will cause. So, you know, just kind of like about being a dumb, dumb guy, pretty much. And spending all your money on booze, which... Which we've ran into those guys. We, we played music for some of them. For sure. <laughs> I can tell you many, many stories. Um, I, myself, I don't drink anymore. I used to. And I kind of had an inspiration. I was like, man, I spent all my money on, at the bar tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really, like, now I look at it with sober eyes, and I was like, man, I was a dumbass for spending all that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could have had a lot of nice guitars, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what that song's about, just, you know? having a good time and not caring about finances stuff like that (laughs) being a uh, free spirit yes well i appreciate you guys coming on the show today and uh thanks for being here yeah joe thank you so much for having you're welcome man yeah he had a lot of great bands out here today it's unreal you get this many great musicians in one setting you know (laughs) on a sunday yeah we um you know, uh, every once in a while we have the Moonshine Music shoot, and it's open to the public. If anybody's watching, they want to come out, uh, just watch the Facebook page, and we always announce it on there. Yeah. And, I mean, we'd love to have you guys come back and watch, you know, another time with some other For bands. Sure. Um, so. Feel free to catch us on Spotify, iTunes. I don't even know if iTunes is still a thing. Or uh, follow us on Instagram, Preston Black. Alex, you want to say anything? New record coming out. Please listen. Thank you. <laughs> and I also want to say that Midwest Contraband are the coolest group of guys out here today. Oh, are Some they? Them, yeah. Met well, outside. We're, get, we're getting ready to put cool. an episode together with them, and they'll be on, you know. Please check out their music. Exactly. Really cool people. They are awesome. For sure. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. We're going to be right back on the stage. It's going to be pressed in black on Moonshine and Music. Oh, are we ready? Yeah. Okay. This song's called 700 West. Yeah!
Thank you. Do another song? Yeah. Song's called Unwinding. It's gonna be on a new record.
the best of friends Never had the best of friends And I still have the same old goddamn friends Thank you so much Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music. <laughs>